0: I walk the streets with my swagger on Supernatural facing a million opponents And my role is to act alone Lights camera when the action's on Where I roam is
1: a battle zone A vigilante in the catacombs But I rock with a hot shot Like a clock when it's cock popped in the letters phone People say that my head is gone But it's them same people with need of my help When I'm heading home in life They say that everybody got a purpose so I roam the city streets like far singular the surface uh-huh. The hot shot sharp shooter the superhero Destined to shine like light, light through the dark and evil Man. I fight for what's right in the hearts of people And try to open y'all eyes cause it's hard to see truth You ever feel like everybody's the same but you different? That's when you know you're here to make a difference Man. Hot shot, Man. you got a choice to make stand up Man. or stand down Fight or fight, get up, and bang out, the world's wait can't wait to see what you about to show. Time, act now, hot shot, you got a choice to make stand up or stand down, fight or flight, get up, and bang out, the world's wait can't wait to see what you about to show. Time, act now, hot shot.
0: Hi everyone! My name's Kalala, and you may know me usually in the back seat of Mike's stuff, but I have no clue where Mike is tonight, so I'm taking over Chatindra, and I have a really fun guest with me tonight, um, <laughs> Javon.
1: <laughs> Wait a second, a new opponent has interrupted the tournament!
0: that was a lot that That was was a lot
2: production value right there
0: well high production for high production guests (laughs)
2: that's all right oh thank you that oh man i feel so good now We're. that's a great start how are you doing today
0: i'm pretty good um i haven't streamed in forever so i'm a little nervous
2: that's all right
0: i'm excited to draw your stuff your character and ask you questions okay um I don't know if I'm supposed to bring up my thing now. I'm just gonna. (laughs)
2: Let's do it. Let's live dangerously. Let's go. Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, so I guess first introduce yourself to everyone that's in the chat. All right.
2: Hello, everybody. I am Javon Stokes, AKA the most opinionated man in comics. (laughs) I am the creator and writer and artist of heat and strong and as well as the owner of Visually Stoked Media.
0: What is your biggest project right now that you're working on?
2: Biggest project I'm working on? Ah, thats like three things. Um, uh, heat number three is what I'm working on. Uh, I just finished heat number two. So that has been out for about three two, about three weeks now. Uh, but I'm working on heat number two. I mean, three, excuse me. Uh, I'm working on another horror comic book, uh graphic novel. Uh, I'm trying to get that out before the end of the year. Uh and I am doing my very first novel. So
0: Do you do a lot of horror like comics and stuff?
2: No, actually this is my very first horror mo- uh comic book. I've been wanting to do one. I've had like 3 or 4 ideas um that I've kind of been playing with to try to find the right way to do it. But I've been wanting to do a horror book for a long time and I'm just going to dive right in and, 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 you know, flex a different muscle than I'm used to doing.
0: Do you, so heat is the one that you're mainly focused on though. And that's the character I'm drawing today. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to show the character, (laughs)
2: You can feel free, yeah. Go ahead, show him. That, that's my baby. That's that's my firstborn.
0: Um, let me copy him over to my
2: thing. There we go. That's that's my guy.
0: So, how did you get inspired to make him? Like, it, you said he's your baby. Is he like the first story that you wanted to like? Create, basically? What's the story behind Heat?
2: (laughs) I've been doing, I've been kind of doing comic books for a long time. They just never kind of reached the point of publishing. Um, But Heat is the one that, um, when I finally took that dive into publishing, the the background for it is um, (laughs) he started out as a college project. And we had to come up with it just a little character and a model in my 3D animation class. And he was like this little kid who was, he wanted to be a superhero. So he had like a makeshift costume, like dishpan, you know, gloves and a little mask and everything. And it it called him Heat. And I was like, you know, and I, I did it for the project. And at the end of the project, I thought, man, I like the name and I like the powers but I really don't like the design. So I kind of messed around with him while I was in college. And then by the time I got out, you know, and I finally decided, okay, I'm gonna do this comic book thing. I was like, well, let me go back to this character that I had loved the design for. And that's where I, uh, that's how I ended up doing him.
0: Okay. And uh, Mike asked how many parts is the first arc for Heat?
2: So the first arc for this new series, which is the brand new, which is the ongoing that I've been doing from now, is five, five, uh, five uh, issues. Um, hopefully, I'm done with it this year, but probably not until next year. But Heat three and four should be out this year.
0: That's a lot already. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, yeah, I've already done two. Um, I moved to. Di- I took Mike's challenge and I have moved to digital I am doing heat number three fully digitally uh, in Photoshop so we're gonna try and crank that out and get that out by the summer and then heat number four should be done by the winter
0: were you doing it all traditionally before this these new ones sir
2: uh it was pen and ink it was pencil paper uh and ink and then I would color it in Photoshop and let letter letter in uh uh illustrator
0: that's crazy <laughs> like that's a lot of talent to get it like perfectly lined up and everything so it's very impressive
2: yes it was a pain in the butt but i i like paper and i like to be able to move the paper around and feel it it just feels real whereas like digital feels like it's gonna sound terrible if it feels like nothing it doesn't feel tangible
0: i totally agree so like my preferred is also traditionally with pencil and stuff because it's just like the pencil just gives a different feeling than a tablet pencil does. And I'm yeah. hoping one day they can like make it where like, oh, it feels the same. But at the moment it just doesn't. So it's like
1: I, it's I better heard to start some off programs
0: that
2: do though. Like I heard there's some programs or some tablets or whatever that's supposed to give you that feeling. I haven't found them yet. So
0: I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, I'm digital, so.
0: If you could, would you do it traditionally? Like if you could crank it out the same speed as digitally?
2: If I had an inker that I was paying, that's the operative word. If I had an inker that I was paying, I would stay traditional and just keep going.
0: That makes sense.
2: But there are there are benefits to it i mean i like i was just working on a page today and it's a lot easier to go from sketching to drawing than it is you know pencil and paper because you know you could just you know drop the opacity down and then just basically trace over to your sketch so whereas if you're sketching You know, if you're using blue line pencil, either you make a copy of it or you have to draw over the blue line. So, I mean, or use
0: tracing paper, which is kind of annoying to use.
2: I've (laughs) never used tracing paper.
0: It's very thin. So, like, it tears easy, in my opinion. So, I don't like it.
2: Yeah. I usually, when I was doing it traditionally, I would use blue line and then I would skip the penciling part and just go straight to inking. But then you run into issues where the the graphite or whatever of the blue, blue pencil kind of clogs up your ink, your ink pen. And so, you know, but again, like this is, you know, a lot of it is experimental and I'm just giving it a shot. You know, I'm doing a lot more research. I'm doing a lot of learning. Um, I think like what last week I just figured out how to do perspective lines in Photoshop. Quickly, I should say. Quickly.
0: Photoshop is kind of hard. It's kind of like a learning curve for sure. Yeah. Um, for your horror stuff, were you doing traditionally as well? Or are you just doing like, since this is your first one, are you doing it digitally?
2: I haven't decided yet. Um, I'm still scripting the, the horror book. Um I, I'm not sure what's up J-man what's up Brad? Um, I'm just not sure yet it's a as right now it's a 48 page graphic novel that I have planned out but as I'm scripting it, I can see um, maybe splitting it into two books you know two 24 page books I but I haven't quite figured it out yet. I got it. I just want to get the first pass of the script down and then we'll move on to we'll, we'll take it from there.
0: So you're writing it, too, or I am. Oh, OK.
2: Yep. I write heat. I write. I, I'm I'm I know I get a lot of flack for this, but I'm both. I, I do. I write and I draw. So
0: do you um? do you ever have anyone help write stuff? Or are you kind of like, it's your story, you kind of want to keep tights on it, you know?
2: I am a control freak, so I kind of like to do, I like to do everything because I enjoy making comics. But um, this year, I do have a a project coming out that is going to be written by um, my co-host for my my Stoke podcast, my Stoke podcast co-host, Jamari Stokes, my cousin. Uh, He's a writer and he wants to delve into comic books, so he's going to uh, script a one-shot for uh, this superhero group uh, I have that I introduced in this, uh, the first couple of Heat books that are out now called Defense Omega, so he's going to script that, so I'm helping him, so we're kind of co-scripting it, but I'm going to try and like give him the reins, like I'm going to script, you know, Script out the plot and then give him He since he's learning how to do comic books, just kind of give him a template, you know, page one, panel one, and then I'll give him the pe- the template, give him the plot and just, you know, let him try. And then I help him through it. So this is it's hard for me to let this go, but it's, you know, can't run a whole business and do everything all that time. Got to let it go at some point.
0: Yeah. That's something I struggle with too, because I want to either help everyone or keep like control of everything.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm struggling with it. But you know, like I like you know, like I said, I, at some point I gotta give up and I'm moving into uh trying to do internships uh for my for my company to get because there are a lot of young people that I'm running into here in Connecticut that want to do comics that don't know how to get started. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking into helping them and, and passing on what I've learned to them.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> right. I forgot my next question, but it That's was, right. um, how long have you been like drawing? And then alongside that, how long have you been doing it professionally? Because you said like company so you have an LLC and everything if you can do do. internships so that means you've been at this like a while
2: (laughs) so it's funny I just did a Comic Con and everybody who comes up to the table always wants to ask me how long I've been drawing so I've answered this question a good 30 times in the last you know four days Uh, I am the son of a painter of an artist Uh, my mother was was an artist long before me so I don't, I've always been following her footsteps and I, so I don't know a time in my life where I was never drawing when I was a small kid, I would make comic books. So I would like draw the pages and then I would staple them all together. And then, you know, um, I would just be like, Hey mom, I made a comic book and she would take it and be like, Oh, this is nice. And then she would put it in a big box of, of comic books that i made and i made a lot of characters like sun man and it was there's a few of them some of them i've actually turned into my characters now like my character sun man is heat pretty much um
0: i was gonna so, ask that because yep. i was gonna ask if you have like a like a favorite of like hot or uh flame type of heroes
2: I, you know what it is? It it came from it came from the the stereotype that every black hero was electricity. So I was like, well, let me make a fire or a fire or a solar powered hero. And the irony being is that I walked into so many other black heroes now using <laughs> solar and fire. So you know, you, you can't win them all that is
0: kind of fascinating because like definitely when i was younger it was all like status shock and um flash which is kind of lightning Yep. but that's like really lightning or green lantern but he was very like hidden <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep yep um but as for me doing this professionally uh let's see he was published in 2015 i want to say 2015 or 2013 one of the two i i'm, I'm Tired, so I'm can't quite remember, but uh, it was about, I think it was about 2015. Um, so it, it's been, <laughs> yep, my brain is hard at work. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was about 2015. So I would say professionally, I've been doing it since then, but I did print out a comic book before that, back in 20, tw- 2005. I did two full comic books, like drawn, written, everything. And then I pub- and I actually printed out one. I didn't, not through a traditional printer, uh, you know, like Comics Wellspring, I printed out myself. And then I was able to like heat seal them together. And then it was my, that was my comic book. And then I kind of like pitched it at different comic cons and, you know, nothing came from it. But, you know, it was that, that's when I, first said, I'm going to make a comic book. So it would guess it would be like 2005, 2006, technically.
0: I mean, you do have to start somewhere, especially with like comic book industry is really hard for indies. So how have you like, kind of went above that of like how hard it is to get your name out of there and show your work? Like how have you progressed, I guess?
2: I think I'm doing okay. Um, I'm right, you know. Right now, I'm a small pit, small fish in an even smaller pond, because you know, comic book industry is huge, and then the indie comic scene is huge as well. So, you know, but I, I think I've been doing okay. I've I've done quite a few cons um, since my since my start since 2005, um, and I've sold, you know, at least a couple thousand books. Uh, of heat so I think I'm doing okay you know I, I, you know, I got a couple podcasts and you know I, I think I'm getting to the point where people you know know my name know I do comics every now and again I get people who come over to my booth and they're like I've seen this before and I'm like oh wow really and you know so the power of social media so I, I think I'm doing okay uh, Brad I don't have any left that book is gone and i hope it never sees the light of day it was not good but the storyline that in that book is actually kind of it was that was a horror book believe it or not that was kind of a horror book my first book my first comic was kind of a horror book
0: so are you like a huge fan of horror then cuz like
2: i'm you... a huge fan really <laughs> yeah i watch horror just to watch it like for no reason
0: i'm a huge <laughs> fan of like art the art of horror, I guess. Okay. So I'm excited to see your new book. I I didn't know you were doing a horror one. I just knew about heat.
2: This was. I'm, I'm kind of giving you a little scoop. Uh, I I was talking about it this weekend, um, but I've just started writing the script. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a spooky dude, um, but I've always wanted to so to stretch my creative, you know, muscles and doing heat is superheroes is great and i love superheroes and i'll never stop um but doing a horror comic book and then my book my novel is is kind of sci-fi so i'm trying to branch into different genres um mostly to a like i said flex my creative uh, muscles but also there's a whole uh customer base out there who don't read superhero comics and I want to reach them and so you know my one of my goals is I don't want people to leave my table without buying something and so you know if somebody says no I don't read superheroes I'm like oh do you like horror movies oh I like horror movies oh I got something for you oh I don't you know I like sci-fi I read novels well I got something for you you know
0: that is a good goal to make sure, like, someone buys something from you before you before they leave. Especially at least, like, know your name and, like, know what you're doing. So, like, next time.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Christina messaged you today, Jamie. Congrats.
2: Bring it to me. Sorry. My son is talking to me. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Bring it to
2: me and I'll, and I'll change it for you. Sorry. Go ahead. Um right hitting the hidden markets right there's a whole market i mean i i know a lot of indie guys we want to do superheroes but there's just a whole market of people out there that want to read comics but they're you know they don't care from much for superheroes and our our tastes are so varied we should be able to satisfy everybody out there with something
0: i completely agree with that because i'm actually not a huge hero comic person I'm a manga person (laughs) because it has more like options where it's like there's horror, there's slice of life and stuff. So it's kind of nice that you have that.
2: Hold on one second. What do you want to watch?
1: Lightning McQueen videos.
2: Lightning McQueen videos. Okay. Are these
1: headphones, Daddy? Yes,
2: I'm wearing headphones.
1: No, are these headphones? No,
2: they're not headphones. There you go. All right. Watch where you're walking. All right. Close the gate behind you. All right. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, uh, why? What type of horror art fan are you by? Like? Uh, like the thing more? Sus- I like everything. I like a little bit of everything. Um, I love the thing, and I love Alien. Um, I, <laughs> my, my favorite horror movies are horror movies where the they end horribly. If it makes any sense, like I, I can don't... see that with you yeah.
0: for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, I I don't you know, when it comes like when it's superhero book superheroes, like I want the superheroes to win. But when it's horror movies, I kind of want the horror guys to win. um one well, of sometimes favorite... it's
0: like unrealistic that they don't win. Right. You
2: know? I like one of my favorite horror movies. And it's a very it's, I don't know if little known is, is the right word, but I love In the Mouth of Madness. If you haven't watched it it's a it's carpenter i believe it's john carpenter uh it's got sam neill from uh 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 jurassic park but it's i love that movie it's creepy and you never know where to go um, we need more villains to... <laughs> uh, but yeah so yep yeah. but right now my my art focus is Heat number three, because the script for that is done. So I'm drawing that. And then my script focus is, you know, the the horror book. And then I've got I've got a couple other comics that I'm that I'm looking to do. Um, I'm going to be doing a spinoff of Heat um, using uh, and I've, I've announced this before, but uh, it, showing a different person ho- with the superpowers of Heat. So another version of Heat and then i'm looking i'm searching for a african-american woman to draw my other character strong to do a series for that
0: um it's strong a part of like the heat universe or
2: yep uh, I, call, I call it the stoked verse uh yeah the stoked verse yeah she, she is definitely in the same universe there is as as everyone wants to know there is a plan to do a crossover between her and he, I have the storyline. I, I actually just changed. I, I did something different with it, but um, there's I there's there's a plan to do it. I just don't know if I'm going to be the one to draw it, which kind of makes me sad. But, you know, I can't really I can't draw everything.
0: <laughs> Understandable, yeah. especially with like having that many projects at once.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm trying to find other people and give them opportunities to break in because um, it's it's a difficult industry. It's not a difficult industry to break into, but it can be.
0: Um, do you mainly like do your own stuff or do you like take commissions and you like outsource your art into other people's projects? Cause like you're um, saying that you want to bring people in, but do you ever like work on other people's, or is it just your company? Which is fine.
2: <laughs> I I would love to draw other people's stuff. I did a pinup for uh, Morgan Iverson's Lumberjacks. Uh, I did a cover for Danny Quicks uh, Ace Blade. I've already done that. Um, I listen. I'm open. My 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 op- my, my my phone's open. If, if people want to cover, holler at me um i'm never shy about that i do have a lot of work to do but i usually if you commission me to do something especially if you're paying i will drop everything (laughs) and do the paying work first and then come back to the the, that uh later um but I, i would love to uh to to do some other people's stuff uh there's there's a lot of people out there who have really um great uh uh characters who i would love to work on and honestly i would love to write uh some stories by stuff i i know i want uh, danny and morgan and i uh we do top five live together we've told many people that that we're gonna do a crossover with our respective characters and there is a actual the bones of a script that's out there that we've been working on but, you know, we're all busy people. So, you know, it kind of gets done when it gets done.
0: That's understandable.
2: Yeah. Uh, Adam, it's not breaking news. I've, I've been telling everybody that it, it Strong was originally supposed to start sh- show up in Heat first, actually. She was supposed to be introduced in Heat, um, but I kind of had a meeting with myself and said, why am I, you know, Introducing my first female character in a male character's book. So I was like, let me give her 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 shine So that's when I did um, the heat strong number zero book right here. See
0: Um I guess we're gonna do a commercial real quick And then I have some more questions about like how you pick cons and how you pick projects.
2: All right, let's do it (laughs)
0: I don't... Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so you mentioned you go to cons and you're your main goal and everything of cons, but how do you pick what cons you go to, or are you kind of just spreading yourself to all cons right now?
2: Right now is generally whichever are whichever are in driving distance, um, and I like big cons because I can sell the most. But just but this year I kind of decided. know, i can't live on big cons alone so i've been doing a lot more smaller cons than i'm able to like you know one day two day cons you know sell a few books sell a few hundred books and then you know keep them moving but i'm not really well a lot of times i look at the other creators that are there because you know those you know if it's a bit there are a lot of big name creators like uh baltimore comic con uh has a ton of big name creators um and i was like you know what well, i could probably do a lot of business there and so i went there last year and you know had a good had a good con and so i decided i will do it again this year
0: um sorry i had no chat it's on. all right um, for cons, do you do a lot
2: of panels? I don't, but I'm open to it. Uh, I was I've been applying for panels. Um, once again, if y'all want me to be on a con, I am the most opinionated man in comics. I will give you a lot of opinions, <laughs> but uh, I am definitely open to doing panels. Um I wasn't as much before, but I don't remember who it, it might have been either Victor Dandridge or Tyler. Or I can't remember who it was, but they were telling me, you know, when you do a panel, you're basically, you know, yes, you're not at your table to sell books, but you're basically giving people kind of a a sneak peek into who you are and giving people almost a commercial for you. And so the people, if they like you or they like what you had to say or, you know, whatever, they'll come find you after being after seeing you on the panel.
0: That is true. I've been to cons with mike and his panels have gotten him a lot of people that come searching for him on like sunday so
2: oh yeah so i am i'm open to do it if you anybody wants me on the con let me know let me know what con you're gonna be at if i'll be there i'll jump on it
0: is there a dream con that you would want to go to or if there isn't a dream like event is there a dream person you would want to sell by?
2: What do you mean sell by?
0: Like, um, any comic artist that you would want to meet, and like, basically, you're in the same aisle as, so it's like uh, you're kind of equals. If that uh, makes sense.
2: Let's see. Well, the first question was favorite event or dream event. I would yeah. love to do New York Comic Con. Um, I applied this year. Hopefully, I get in. I don't know. So, I would love to do New York Comic Con, and uh, dream, uh, so I met my I met my my favorite artist of all time, George Perez, at uh, Dragon Con uh, a few years ago, right before COVID. So, I kind of did that already. But my other dream creator to be next to, or vendor next to, or meet, or however you want to slice it. Um, Actually, the other one was was Christopher Priest, and I already met him. Uh, and then I would I would love to vendor or you know meet. I haven't met him yet. Mark Wade, he's my favorite writer. Uh, I would love to meet Mark Wade. And I if if, if I was vendor, if I was right next to Mark Wade, I'd be good.
0: Do you ever um, kind of hopping off of that when yep. you're vending next to these artists? Do you ever feel like you're equals with them or is it kind of like, uh, I can't believe I'm here or like, I'm not as good as them.
2: Um, I guess I'm a little different when I'm doing cons. I'm so hyper-focused on, I need to make sales that I don't really think about that stuff. Maybe after the fact, like if, if it's like after the con is over and everybody's at the bar, like, you know, at, Quote unquote bar con and you're around all of them there is a, there are kind of times where you're like wow like i know i have like 80 of that guy's book or i love this dude here or whatever but when i'm like at my table when i'm at my table i am in cell mode i'm not thinking about anybody near me or around me or anything i'm just like let me get this person or this person yeah what's my favorite con experience Well, meeting George Perez was my. Well, so I got two. Meeting George Perez was one. And then when somebody called me a genius, that was like, I'm still living off the high of of being called a genius that one time.
0: What they, why'd they call you a genius?
2: So they, I guess they bought my book on Friday, either bought it like on Friday or Saturday, and then came back the next day and literally came running over to the table and was like, I read your books last night and you are a genius. And I was just like, I've never been called a genius before. This feels great. How do I get, how do I keep this feeling forever? <laughs> so,
0: hey, you might as well tell those stories now. This is for you to brag.
2: <laughs> I, I, you know, I do it all, I keep telling people I'm living off that man. Anytime I have like the imposter syndrome moment, I'm like, wait a minute. That person called you a, a genius, so you're doing something right.
0: I bet more than just that one person has, just not to your face.
2: <laughs> not a genius. You know, I've been told that they like my books. Like, I've had you know repeat customers come up and say, "Oh, you know, I loved it." But for, you know that it was just like the the joy in her face and how she said it. Like it was like it, it was like uh, uh, like if you like if like if a real celebrity. Was there that's what it felt like so it was nice i gotta be honest it was really nice (laughs)
0: um j man what is my favorite anime you can answer this too what's your current anime you enjoy and an old school anime you like
2: i i don't do anime
0: at all tried
2: i i i tried you do manga I've tried. My cousin tells me all these animes and mangas I need to try. I'm like, I'll sit and watch one, and I'm just like, I, I don't get it. It's, it, it. It just it doesn't connect with me. I don't know why. Well, I, I probably do have an idea why. I probably have a bias against anime and manga, and it has nothing to do with anime or manga. Uh, when I was uh, in college at Savannah College of Art and Design, there were a lot of kids who came to the school because they could draw manga and draw anime, and and they thought that was enough, that was going to get them by, and they were kind of obnoxious. (laughs) So it was always kind of like, and then those kids would drop out because it was, you know, once you start getting into deeper into art and the fundamentals, they just couldn't hang. So I always kind of had like a bias, so but I've I really have tried. I think the only anime animes I've liked, I keep I can't remember the name of it, but it had like like five what was it was a five or six samurai and they all had different colored armor with different types of weapons. It was a cartoon. I just I I can't remember the name. Is it, of it.
0: Bleach?
2: Ronin Warriors. There oh it is. okay there it is i loved ronin worries that that's the only one i've ever watched where i was like this is this is awesome
0: um my current anime i'm watching monster with wiley right now it's it's okay right now it's a horror one okay it's a psychological one i'm on like episode three and old school
2: my daughters love anime.
0: Um, I feel like if I say is Nana old school, because Nana is great, and it's like from two thousands, so I feel like that's pretty old school nowadays. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, like anime wise,
2: really old. That's all right.
0: Anime wise, it is like everyone. All the animes now have like the cutie art style. With back then, it was kind of like. If you remember at least what dragon ball used to look like or not naruto is the best example of this
1: naruto's
0: style in the early 2000s when it came out was very gritty and like sketchy and then now it's very like cutesy and clean it's
2: i'll try i'll
0: give it a shot
2: (laughs) mike are you talking about the movie parasite
0: Mm, the anime it's really good
2: is it two different ones i thought there was a parasite movie
0: i think there is a live action they made from the anime it's about it's about an alien it's it's
2: a horror that's not the parasite that i'm talking about okay okay. yes 2000s old school i was grad i graduated from high school in 99 so for somebody to call 2000 old school
0: Adam. you graduated in 2014 shut up (laughs) (laughs) uh well anime wise in america that is pretty old school so that was dragon ball you know Dragon Ball Z at that
2: point. Dragon Ball used to frustrate me because I would try and watch it, but it it would be the same fight for like 10 episodes. So I I got bored with it. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Understandable
0: on that one. But back then, nothing else was doing that. So
2: (laughs) yeah, but that I was trying back then, and it was just like is this fight gonna be over? Like, I like I would miss three episodes and they'd still be fighting.
0: Yeah, it took too long.
2: Yes, <laughs> very much so. So I just, maybe it's just not me. Eventually I'm gonna give it a shot. There's one anime I haven't watched. I have not watched and I'm going to watch. What is it? It's been like, uh, it's 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 got like a red bike in it, a red motorcycle.
0: Oh, Akira.
2: Akira. I haven't watched. That's Akira. A,
0: that's literally a classic. That
2: I'm going to watch it.
0: That made the anime industry, honestly, Would and like I, animation as a whole, not just anime, just like how to animate. If you're well, interested that, I mean, in that,
2: yeah, that was my degree. My degree was in 3D animation.
0: Yeah, you've never watched Akira, then? No, that's surprising. I'm
2: gonna. I'm gonna. I've seen um, clips of it. Like I've seen parts of it. But I've never sat and watched the whole movie.
0: CCAD uses it as an, ex- as an example almost in every animation class I take. Really? So I'm, I'm surprised your college didn't bring it up every once in a while.
2: <laughs> nope, nope, not, uh, not even the first time around, not that I think of. I was, yeah. No, I mean, they talk about it. I mean, they did talk about it, but it wasn't like, go watch this movie. It was more like, In like, this is the type of animation. And I just never got around to watching it. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff I haven't gotten around to watch or haven't watched.
0: It's basically one of those movies that follows all the laws of animation to the, like, perfectly. Okay. So it's, like, really good to watch for an example of anything.
2: (laughs) I'm going to watch it. I am going to watch it. I'm going to. I'm going to. I just need to find time. I need to be able to, like, pay attention to it. Um, so I can't just have it on in the background while I'm drawing. Otherwise, I'll stop drawing and watch it or stop watching it and draw.
0: That's my struggle is that I can't have anything new going on. I have to have stuff like that I either already watched and don't have to care about or just like nonsense. where it's like if I miss something, it's not that yeah. important. Yep. Um, so that you- brings up another question. Then how do you normally work? Like, do you normally do? music on the side or do you watch like videos or books or or do you just draw
2: (laughs) so when i'm drawing it's okay for me to have like i usually put something on that i can listen to like a tv show or something or a movie and i listen to it while i'm drawing if i'm writing i need to turn the tv off and i'll play music because if i'm writing the dialogue from the tv will mess up the dialogue in my head.
0: That makes sense, though.
2: Yeah. Adam asked a question: Would I ever turn comics into anime or cartoon? Uh, I've been telling people this. Um, by mid-year, uh, I would like—I'm going to begin the process of turning Heat into a cartoon.
0: What type of cartoon? Like.
2: Yes, I'll be there in a second. Okay, buddy. All right, sorry. Go what ahead.
0: type of cartoon? It like. Um... Basically, what demographic would you want to watch it? Like kids, teens, adults? Uh,
2: and whatever the same demographic into the Spider-Verse. Um, just be able to like anybody can watch it. And, you know, one of my favorite cartoons is uh Batman the Animated Series. And the goat.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> one so, of the best ones ever made.
2: Right. But the way they did the show, they did it in such a way that everybody can watch it
0: yeah that and justice league because it was from the same people yeah i -hmm. I miss those cartoons
2: i do they're supposed to be doing another one uh that's going to be on hulu or something i don't know or amazon prime i'm not sure but yep starting i've already started the script for it i've been working on it piecemeal um the turnaround that you just showed is going to be one of the turnarounds that is, is. kind of going to look like the turnaround from the cartoon. I've been kind of doing stuff slowly but surely, but I am beginning the process.
0: That's really exciting. What is the, unless you don't want to share the process right now, but like what is the process to have an indie project going? Like, are you pitching to studios or are you doing it all indie, like well, getting people like an animate.
2: My process, so I know quite a few people uh, that I went to school with that you know are either looking for work or you know do freelance on the side so the the goal right now is to f- finish the script finish the bible for a series and then i'm going to animate a scene from the cartoon and then use that as a way to pitch to um different studios and then if that doesn't you know if nothing comes from that then i will start to find funding to try and do it myself
0: what studio would you like to pick it up if you could get dream one or do you not want to like share that just in case studios watch this (laughs) uh
2: i don't have a dream one if you want to throw me throw money at me uh you're my dream one
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a solid answer
2: (laughs) you want to you want to throw money at me I'll, i'll you will be my favorite one ever
0: um let me check i had stuff written down just in case that's okay i forgot anything oh You're how often great. do you spend like drawing i didn't know you were a writer so i guess let's split this into two questions how often do you spend drawing during the week and how often do you write
2: that's diff- I so i try to, s- to schedule my days so You know, in the mornings, I usually try to write um, for about an hour or so. Uh, And then. Throughout the day, I'm drawing um, here and there. I do have a full time job, so that comes first. Um, And then sometimes a lot of times I'm drawing at night uh, after I do a podcast Um, and then I like to write throughout the week. And throughout the weekend, just whenever I can get maybe five or 10 minutes or if a scene pops in my head, I sit down and, you know, I'll write it maybe while my son is playing or something.
0: That's like so. pretty good for someone that has like other stuff going on, like indie yeah, I mean, people.
2: Well, you know, you you, you, you just got to have kind of discipline. Um Unfortunately, it just means that I kind of miss out on other things like, you know, just sitting around and watching movies. You know, I have to kind of force myself to do that. Like if I want to spend time with my wife or, you know, my kids, you know, art has to take a backseat. You know, I have to kind of say, hey, all right, Javon, you got to stop. Like I don't work at all on Saturdays. Um, I usually try to. That's my day. You know, I go to church and then I come off church and I relax and I rest. Um, Unless I have a deadline, like I have a hard deadline or something. I do not work on Saturdays at all.
0: That's a good practice. Not a lot of people follow that stuff. So that's always surprising to hear.
2: Oh, yeah. You got to turn off at some point or you'll burn out.
0: Um. Sorry, I only have two screens, so I have to pull. That's up. okay.
2: Do you listen? You're doing great.
0: Um, what is your goals? You kind of already told us about the animated project, but like, if you could see yourself, like, dream you of what you would want to be. Um, what is that? It doesn't have to be art, but like, if it is art.
2: Um. Well, my goal is for you know, visually stoked media to be a multi-media self-sufficient company, you know, making cartoons, making movies, you know, doing everything along the creative, um, the creative, uh, the creative world, you know, comics, novels, whatever, whatever we've, you know, whatever product we feel like putting out that that's my dream, you know, doing it full-time being self-sufficient That's kind of where I'm going, so.
0: Do you think that you'll ever be full-time?
2: That's part of my, was it, five to 10-year plan? uh, I'm about three, what, two, three years into, no, a year or two into my five-year plan. So, you know, we'll see what it's like when I hit 45. (laughs)
0: I think with the plans that you have and everything, I could totally like see it being viable. That'll be a full time gig one day.
2: I appreciate it, especially
0: branching off to non hero stuff. That's gonna be huge. No offense to hero stuff, watchers. (laughs) No, no, no.
2: But it's (laughs) it's true though. You know that's, you know you can. As much as we love superheroes, there's a whole creative world out there that is just a year. There, there's so many stories to be told. And if you stay in one lane forever, I mean, if that's the lane you choose, that's fine. But I love so much more than superheroes in, in comic books. You know, I'm a big fan of, like I said, horror movies. I love movies in general. Um, I'm am a I'm a wrestling fan. You know, I love, you know, all kinds of things. So I kind of want to dip my toe in everything, you know, so gotta if you if you stay in one place too long you get stagnant you know gotta branch out gotta do new things and that's how you grow in my opinion
0: I mean that is true especially like if you stay in one spot you don't learn from other yep.
2: people so yeah. yeah absolutely and you know you don't get into different rooms you know there are a whole lot of other rooms and if you stay in say superheroes you might never get into certain you know rooms that can you know uh, grow your career and and grow you as a creative as an artist
0: that is true um you said you were fans of wrestling and stuff i am have you been enjoying the agents smackdown thing (laughs)
2: the not to uh, shout
0: out our own show I'm
2: just <laughs> I haven't been able to watch it yet because our podcast comes on at the same time as that top five comes on at the same time and so I haven't been able to see an, an episode yet I'm gonna sit down and watch it I'm gonna have to do it while I'm drawing or something um I advise
0: to wait for uh, episode two we we're fixing something on that but okay
2: I will, I will. It is he, he's supposed available. to be on it. It's supposed to be on it. Tony told me he had to, I have to wait cause it took too long to get him to turn around. But I, I, I've i heard good things. So I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch it.
0: Um, Do you take inspiration from wrestlers with your heroes?
2: Uh, a little bit. Um, the outfit for Strong, this one right here. Uh, this one right here is, um, she, her costume, I was looking at wrestlers, like how female wrestlers dress. And so I was like, I want to have it like that. Um, So, you know, storylines and stuff. Yeah, sure.
0: That's kind of cool. With the outfit. Not a lot of people, like, care about outfitting. So it's very interesting that you took inspiration from wrestling for her outfit.
2: Oh, yeah. I wanted her to be able to, I wanted to to, to design a costume that women can wear at Comic Cons and not feel like they're just naked so
0: appreciate it i try
2: i try um
0: if there is anything you could like last minute things tell people about your like are you having a kickstarter or how is your project um going to be like or when is it going to be released anything you Um, want them
2: to know right now you can get heat number one and two the print copies at visuallystoked.com you can get the print and digital copies for heat number one and two you can get them tonight right now the digital copies you can get tonight you know the print copies i'll send them out as soon as i get it um and i'll be at ct collecticon next saturday and i'll be at a couple a few couple a few cons this year uh fan expo boston uh baltimore comic-con terrificon um i just got accepted into brooklyn comic-con I'm gonna be everywhere, but definitely go to visuallystoked.com, uh, the online store. You can get all of the good stuff. Pick up all my books. You know, support visually stoked.
0: And we had a link. I'll post it real quick too. Hold on. Um, I posted the link in the chat for all the watchers to check him out and everything. I'm not actually sure how chat and draw wraps up. <laughs> <laughs> I got told how to introduce, but not know, how to outro.
2: Yeah, no, no one told you how to to wrap it up.
0: Yeah, but I do appreciate talking to you today, and I hope this was a good experience. I'm a little oh, no, rusty great. from streaming, so
2: this is great. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, and I guess um, if there's any last questions in the chat, please put them in there now because we're about to roll out. But yeah,
2: thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys so much. This was great., I think
1: that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson.